is up, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks podcast here on the DFPN. I am your host, Brad Lanky King, made as Kelvin Kaylee, along with the fabulous Frankie D. For those who don't know, the fabulous Frankie D got this name from the legendary Honky Tonk Man. Before we get into tonight's show, I want to say that yesterday put Gunther into the line of passing the legendary Honky Tonk Man's record for a number of days that he has held the Intercontinental Championship. How do you feel about this, Frankie D? I mean, it is what it is, right? Like, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. I got, listen, I got no problem with, with Gunther um, passing Honky Tonk Man's record. I mean, that's what you know, at some point the record was going to be broke. I mean, we saw this with when a new day broke demolitions tag team record. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it is what it is. I mean, I'm a honky talk man fan. I am, but let's just get down to basics. All right. We not we wouldn't even be talking about the honky talk man had Ricky Steamboat not pretty much vacated the Intercontinental Championship, and I mean. Honky Tonk Man had he had some good matches there. One in particular was with Macho Man Randy Savage on Saturday Night's Main Event. But the thing I remember the most about the Honky Tonk Man's run, and this is no no disrespect to Honky because I'm a Honky Tonk Man fan. The guy christened me the fabulous Frankie D. Yes, he did. I remember him losing it to the Ultimate Warrior at SummerSlam. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what you remember about the run. I'm not saying it was a bad run. I'm just saying that when it comes down to the Intercontinental Championship coming back to being the workhorse title that it was in the 90s, where you had wrestlers like Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart and Razor Ramon and Mr. Perfect, it's kind of brought the prestige back a little bit with Gunther as the, the champion. So yeah, records are meant to be broken. It, it kind of reminds me, it's a... It's a yeah, I don't know, man. It's a kind of a situation like where on that episode of King of the Hill where uh, Bill's record was broken, you know, and, <laughs> and, and you know, Hank, you know, Hank and all them had to, it was crazy. They, they brought Bill back to, you know, high school football team and all that shit, you know what I'm saying? So that's kind of where I'm at. With it, where it's going to be broken. It is what it is. You know, I he's still the greatest intercontinental heavyweight champion, in my opinion, and Hey, I, I I agree with that. He 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 is he is one of the best. Um, I just I wanted to put that out there that I do I do enjoy the fact that Gunther has brought prestige back to that title. Uh, right. It was a dormant title. They thought about changing it out a couple of times, but he brought it back to the forefront, and made it an important title uh, to hold. So, props to him. The championship, real quick, but I'm really kind of worried about right now um, would be the U.S. championship. I, I think mm. the U.S. championship is has kind of suffered. I, I, You know, honestly, dude, the U.S. championship has never really felt important. And it's just one of those relics, honestly, that they acquired through the purchase of WCW. Yeah. And it's just, it, it's never... It's just never been that. If if you want to put it into perspective of where of where it should be, the Intercontinental Champion 
should be the one feuding with Seth Rollins right now. The United States champion is the one that should be feuding with Roman Reigns for the SmackDown, you know, the, the undisputed, you know, championship. That's I the way. I agree with that. You know I, I agree mean? with that. And we're not getting that. And then you have you have two sets of tag team titles that only one team is holding. It makes no sense. Yeah, you, know what I'm you need to. They need to do what they did with the other belts with those belts. Just right. make make one set of belts and call it a day. But let me ask you this: since we're on the subject of that of this, real quick, Gunther has made this title such a such a relevant title. Who's the man that should beat him for this belt? Just off the top of your head. Off the top of my head, Jay Uso. I agree with that. I agree. What what better way to establish Jay Uso as main event Jay Uso than have him beat the guy who hasn't been beaten in over four hundred and some days? I would agree with that. I also yeah. think it would keep that title as an important, and you could use that to catapult him to that main event level. I agree. Absolutely. With that. Yeah. I so definitely agree with that. That's the one I would go with. But also, you could have a a fairy tale story in which Chad Gable gets another shot. At Gunther, and this time he beats him. I don't know if you watched Raw, but that match was phenomenal. I don't. I didn't phenomenal. watch Raw, but I did it, see that his kid was crying. Like yeah, crazy. that was, was phenomenal. Was they great. did. They they did the, a great job with that. Yeah, just the visuals of it was was excellent. They did a yeah. really good job. So kudos to them, and kudos to Gunther for making that a, a great title to hold again. Oh, but, real quick. Mm-hmm. I want to send a special shout out to uh, Maya World for representing Ooh, my No goodness. Gimmicks podcast, wearing that red and black No Gimmicks podcast shirt during her post the other day on social media. That was too sweet because one of my favorites, Mercedes Monet, actually liked the post. So when she liked the post, she saw the NGP, and that's all it is. Yeah. So that, that's thank how you very is. much. Thank you very much for for that exposure. We really appreciate that over here on the Note Gimmicks. I had to, I had to send her a message like you have no idea how much I appreciate that. That was phenomenal. Yeah. And right. and there's an angle going on, very interesting angle by the way. We got to get her. We got to get her on the show to talk about this interesting angle. She's going up against uh, Izzy Moreno, and yep. Izzy Moreno. Is we're getting like the Sasha Bailey thing all over again with these two. My world very much reminds me of uh, Mercedes Monet. She really does. Her style is like cut from her. Yeah. Um, and Izzy, obviously, there's the history with Bailey and his, uh, Izzy. So we're kind of getting that going back to Mission Pro Wrestling. They're doing Thriller in October, and those two are going at it in, in October. So. This may be worth the drive, bro. This might be a banger of a match. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's it's a lot of big things happening right now with with some of these you know people that we we saw. Like I, I remember seeing Easy back in NXT, and she was just yep. a, a huge Bailey Mark. And to yep. see her come along right now, to see her actually in the business, that's that's great. That's yeah. that's 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 when when you have a, a business that's just surrounded a lot of times by by negativity. And by uh, just, just I don't know what to say with, with some of these people with a lot of their comments. 
that's a positive thing right there that she yes. went went with her dream and, and that's what she wanted to do. So that's very a lot, cool. A lot of that. people don't hack it, bro. And for her to hang in there and even with all the negativity and almost wanting to give up, bro, like to see where she is now, that is that is nothing short of amazing. It's nothing absolutely. Short of it's a absolutely. great story. So yes, how sir. could you not root for that shit? That I, I want her to succeed. So kudos to Izzy. Kudos to Maya and thank you to Maya because, yeah, that was awesome. Very much. All right, man. Are you ready? Let's let's dive into oh, why oh, oh, here. Let's let's see what. <laughs> it's clobbering time. <laughs> oh man, let's get into it. CM yep. Punk is yep. is all the news. It is all the news. Yeah. Um, we haven't done a show since before All In. We previewed All In. All In happened. 10 minutes, not even 10 minutes. First match of the night. As CM Punk is walking out, it breaks news that him and Jungle Boy got into a backstage scuffle. Something happened, right? Yeah. Um, fast forward that. They did an investigation. Tony Khan said there was going to be an investigation. They did it. Tony Khan made the decision ultimately to fire CM Punk, release him from his contract uh, with cause. I have to say that, with cause. So he fired him with cause. CM Punk is no longer a part of all elite wrestling. What the fuck? (laughs) What happened? Brother, I'm honestly surprised that it didn't happen sooner than it did. I'm really surprised that CM Punk even lasted as long as he did there. Um, with all the backstage drama you heard with the elite, mm-hmm. um, possibly leaking stuff to the dirt sheets. Um, and let's let's put it into perspective here. We heard stories going on in AEW before Punk ever got there because everyone wants to be like CM Punk is the problem. He was a problem in the locker room. No. There were stories of backstage chaos and egos way before Punk ever came to AEW. We heard it with Cody. We heard it with Cody and that's why Cody's not there anymore. So let's not get it twisted. I think what it comes down to is that there's so many CM Punk haters out there that don't want to look at this situation from a logical point of view here. And I think that they just, in, in an unbiased point of view, they they want to look at it as, okay, I, I hate this guy and I'm going to just bury him and go with the flow and believe whatever you want to believe. Okay. Right. There are things that are going on here that are at work that we don't know all the details. We don't know exactly. all the stories. Exactly. We don't know. We still don't even know why Cody left from there and came over to the WWE. And why Cody really, I said this a few months ago, that ah, there's a possibility they may work together again. Now I'm not so sure about that. Because Cody obviously didn't want to be there for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And Cody's a, a WWE guy now. Yeah. You look at what's going on here. I, I, I mean, here's the thing, man. I think in the scheme of things here, 
My problem is, okay, you fired him with cause. Okay. That's, I made sure I pointed that out. Why did you let him perform? If the situation was so tense and you felt your safety was, you know, in jeopardy and all that because somebody lunged at you, whatever. Why did you let this guy perform? Why didn't you have the police immediately escort his ass out the building, call an audible and say, you're not even performing and I'm going to get rid of you. So different than when the ultimate warrior held up Vince McMahon for money. And then he came backstage and, and got fired. Why are we waiting this long? You do your investigation, your disciplinary committee or whatever. That's a very good point. Whoever, whoever the hell that is decides the recommendation is we're going to fire our biggest draw. We're going to fire the guy that's given us our record houses. We're going to just let him go. I think that was a bad move, in my opinion. And quite honestly, Tony Khan, and I got I, I have respect for Tony Khan because Tony Khan does a lot of things right for as, as far as me as a fan. One of the right. things he does, and I put him over for, is that he goes out and gets licensed music. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of that. And can use that music in perpetuity after the show, which basically means anytime they stream DVDs or whatever, he'll have access to those songs and not have to dub it like the WWE does. I respect right. that. Right. But I said it before. We talked about this personally off, off the air, off the record. You need a guy backstage like Undertaker or someone that can keep your locker room in check. Yes. You got to have someone doing this because obviously you don't have that. And if you don't have that, then these situations here get out of control. The entire situation here falls at one man's feet, and that's Tony Khan. And it goes back to Tony Khan for the lack of leadership that he's shown here. You can't be one of the boys. You have to be the boss. And that's the problem. You know what I'm saying? Eric Bischoff, I'm a huge fan of Eric Bischoff, but you hear stories back in the day of how Bischoff catered to certain talents, being the NWO guys that he wanted to be boys with backstage. Okay? Same thing here. I want to be cool with these guys. I want to be friends with these guys. You can't have it both ways. Vince McMahon was a boss. Vince McMahon was friendly, yes, to his talents. But at the end of the day, the buck stopped with Vince. Vince never had these issues in the locker room other than Brett and Sean. But with Brett and Sean, you got to kind of decipher what's a work and what's a shoot. Same thing here. If Jack Perry went out there and, and basically you've had multiple people come up and say, Tony Schiavone said this. CM Punk said, dude. The, the real glass thing is stupid. Need I remind you, what happened to Goldberg on WCW Thunder yep. in 2000, all yep. right? When they, when, they, when they did the angle, when they brought the NWO Silver and Black, the, two, the NWO 2000, he chases Bret Hart out the arena, goes backstage, there's a limousine sitting there. This is shoot glass. He's banging on the damn windshield, and he severs this right here. Takes him out of action. He's out the angle. Now they got to really just, that whole January 2000 
Right. January 2000, if you look back at WCW January 2000, that was a horrible month for WCW. Because not only did Bret Hart get hurt, Goldberg got hurt, taken out. They had to reshuffle that sold-out pay-per-view. It was all bad. So they're trying to save a Jungle Boy Jack Perry who has a career ahead of him. Hey, you don't need to sacrifice yourself and fall on real glass. That's what they're trying to stop you. And then you want to mouth something off in the camera and say, well, I'm trying to get heel heat. Bro, that's a backstage situation that nobody knew about unless you're reading the dirt sheets about them telling you not to do the glass. So how are you trying to get backstage heat? Or trying to get heat? That's a backstage story. They got leaked to the the sheets because somebody's leaking information to the sheets. That's what it is. Now that information's public. Because you said right. it on air, but to address uh, address a comment, Tony Tony made that call. He made the call to get him fired. But continue. Oh, that's just, I mean that's just it is what it is. He he made Tony made the call, and you do it before Chicago. Why would you just not let Punk perform, and then after that say, listen, we're going to cut ties here, but to say. Well, I, I was in danger. My life was in danger. This is first. Dude, he didn't come off very good in that. At all. The only no, time I remember, no. I mean, I, you listen to the, 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 the Jim Cornettes that will tell you about how these rabbit fans were back in the day. And mm-hmm. when he was getting real serious heel heat and they try to attack you. All right. I don't think Tony Khan's ever actually been in a real fight. Or anything like that. And and because the only time I remember somebody like going after somebody that I heard of backstage has been a couple of occasions where this has happened. I remember uh, hearing a story about Nails going after Vince McMahon. Yeah. I remember Bad News Allen having an issue with Vince McMahon over money. I remember hearing, um, let's see, the Roddy Piper, Kevin Nash story. Okay. Hell, the Ahmed Johnson story. Ahmed Johnson stories. So, and but but the one that sticks out to me too is is the Bret Hart versus Vince McMahon when he supposedly knocked Vince out, you know, cocked him. So, did Vince come up and say I, I felt, I, I felt in fear of my life? Did, did Vince come out and say that after the situation? I was in fear of my life. You no, know, Vince said Bret screwed Bret and became the biggest heel in the business. Right. That's what he did. He took a negative situation and turned it into a positive for his company. So I don't understand. I don't. I don't. I don't understand the logic in doing this. And it's like, okay, so now we we got all peace and harmony at AEW now because the problem is gone. Now there should mm-hmm. be no issues moving forward, right? There should we should hear nothing going on from backstage. But Everybody's cool. This, this is the, the cancer this is, is the gone issue. from the locker room. Right. That's the issue. That's the whole issue. The whole issue is the problem's still there. You just got rid of somebody who you perceived as an antagonist. That's it. That's no, it. he got rid of somebody who his people, whoever they are, assumed was the antagonist. That's what I'm saying. That wanted, that wanted to get rid of him right. because of what happened last year at All Out. Right, right. That's and what it's it was. Like, it's like a whole... Here's here's the thing. Here's the questions I had. Immediately. Yeah. Immediately. So let's go back to All In. 
why the my my very first question is why as cm punk is walking to the ring are they breaking news on social media that there was a scuffle backstage the man is walking to the ring to his match and already i'm like damn that's not that's not enough time for some shit to happen because you know what i'm saying there are, because there are spies back there that are are giving the it's dirt crazy. sheets information right. that there's it's somebody crazy. somebody's leaking shit to the dirt sheets and that's where that's where it comes down to they had a similar issue in WWE a while back i think i told you this off off you know offline that somebody was leaking creative plans to the dirt sheets and Stephanie McMahon i guess had a no cell phone rule or something in, in creative and they were checking people's phones to see who was talking to the dirt sheets. Right. Somebody is talking to the sheets here, and it goes back to what Sam Puck was talking about. They're taking they're taking all these backstage issues and they're bringing them out there in social them media public. and make and making Sam Punk look like he's the worst person in the world. Right. But like you that that I didn't I didn't agree. Like that's immediate. I could see I could see if this happened like in New Jersey or New York or Chicago or some shit. This yeah. is in London, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, this is in London. This is that's that's like that's all right. Let's narrow this shit down. U.S. You expect a gang of people that you probably don't associate with. People bring their families or some shit backstage. Like anything can happen, right? This is in London. This access is far and few in between of people who's supposed to be there and people who don't. Like. And for that to break within 10 minutes of it happening, I found an issue with it. I'm gonna just be right. straight up. I found yeah. I found a whole issue with that. I was like, why is this? I almost I stayed off of I stayed off of social media because I knew it was gonna blow up. Like I knew. And I was like, I don't want to see any more because for the fact that it came out, like all types of stories are about to start coming out. And it was right. They People reporting had eight different stories about what happened, who did what backstage, right? To the fact that Tony Khan, the first thing that he says in the scrum afterwards isn't even about the show. It's about the incident, which I also found an issue with. Like, this thing is so terrible that it overshadowed the biggest show that they could have possibly had at that No moment. one is talking about all in There's, anymore nope, for the nope. for the great wrestling show that it possibly was and the attendance that it pulled and no one's talking about that anymore. No one's talking they're about talk, it. They're, they're talking about the drama here. And my God, dude, we have not yet even heard a peep yet from CM Punk. Not at all. And I'm and I want to hear what Punk has to say. Oh, you, you know, know Punk's going to go. He's going to keep it real. He's going. He don't keep have it real. to, and he no. don't have. And it's like, and it's like all these people. That are are hating on CM Punk and saying, "Oh, he's the best at getting fired." And not, dude, was he necessarily fired from WWE or did he walk out? He walked out. He walked out, right? And then was later released. Right. It's very much on his on his wedding day. He walked out because of the issues that he was having over there with certain talents, Ryback, and a couple other people, is what happened. So let's so let's cut the bullshit right now. And stop saying the guy got fired from WWE. You can't fire me if I walk out. Right. That's True. just what it is. Okay. True. I walked. I walked out. I walked out on a lot of money because I wasn't happy. Okay. Right. 
just and like honestly, the situation honestly, here. Honestly, I could see, I could see after after all out, I could see him walking out. I honestly could. Yeah, like, enough I, is enough just, with this yeah, childish childish bullshit. It's yeah. childish bullshit is what it is. But you know, here's the thing: I don't think CM Punk was in the AEW. Um, I don't, I don't think it was for a long run, and I'm gonna tell you why I say this. Remember when before Punk came back to Collision, before he came came back to AEW, they were in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Remember he was backstage at WWE visiting mm-hmm. over there. Yeah, we, and we, he we, actually we spoke. We did. He actually spoke to Hunter for a few minutes, and then they asked him if he, you know, asked him to leave. Right now. I think he was over there filling it out yeah, because he you. already knew he already knew what it was going to be when he came back to AEW. the 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 structure hasn't changed over there. Nope. You you just signed resigned these guys to new contracts, okay? If they have if they have an issue with you, I don't know what the 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 issue. Honestly. I don't. I don't get it. You, you hear we, stories. We probably won't know what that is. You hear stories about people. I. I don't know the young bucks. I don't know the elite. You know what I'm saying? But all I know is that there was issues here between Punk and these people. Right. That was getting leaked to the dirt sheets, and Punk caught caught on to this shit that it was being leaked to the dirt sheets. Oh yeah. So, so you take like I said. You take your biggest draw, your biggest rating ever for Rampage. Say, we're going to fire you with cause. And with cause, basically saying, okay, well, we have we have a reason to do it. Or whatever. Well, here's the thing. I, mm. think this en- I think this ends up in court. Yeah, I, I think that I, I think that Tony Khan was honestly, and I've heard this from other people, and I tend to agree with this. They're trying to set up a defense. For Tony Khan, because CM Punk's going to take his ass to court. I believe that's what's going to happen. I think he has a legitimate case, too. And I, he sure does. And it goes, and, it, and it's all on their video. It goes yeah. back to all the shit that was happening last year. Okay? To me, if I'm CM Punk, I look at it like this. This is a conspiracy. And it's been, it's been snake bit since I got back. I tried to work it out with these guys. I flew to Atlanta to work it out with these guys. To, to talk to them to try to ease attentions or whatever. And then at the last minute, the elite canceled the meeting. Like this guy here is just, they they just don't want to have anything to do with this guy over here. And I'm thinking to myself, so you don't want to make money. That's, that's what it comes down to. See, that's where I, I, it goes back, bro, what I was talking about before, where the biggest detriment in the wrestling business to me is guaranteed contracts. Because if you're on a guaranteed contract, that means I can do whatever the hell I want to do, and I'm still going to get paid for it. Whether I'm here wrestling or whether I'm at home, I'm going to get paid for it. And that's where they had a problem. That's where they had a problem in the WCW days. It was the same kind of mentality. It's just a point where I can just go out and walk through the matches, and I don't give a shit because guess what? You're still going to pay me because I have a guaranteed contract. So if I have a guaranteed contract and I'm an EVP, what really can you tell me? What can you really do to me? Oh, I don't want to deal with this dude over here. I don't. I don't give a damn about what what you have planned. I don't give a damn about making any money because guess what? I'm already making money. It doesn't matter how much we draw in the house. I have a guaranteed contract. 
There's no incentive anymore, dude. That's what it comes down to. When you're when you work the indies, when you're you know working for Mission Pro, you know or Metroplex Wrestling or or whoever whoever it is, Dog Pound or whatever, they have the incentive to go out there and ride the place because you draw. That's how you get paid. Right. But when you are get when you're getting a guaranteed contract, I don't have to do shit that I don't want to do. I don't have to work with this person. I don't have to work with that person. What are you, you going to do? Send me home? Fine. Send me my paycheck. Yeah. it For the talent, it's a gift and a curse. Because you do end up with situations like these. You do. Yeah. Like, I, I, I like that they, they are guaranteed the money. But again, it's a gift and a curse. Yeah, you love the fact that, that the wrestlers make money. And they should be getting paid money. They, they, they do some of the most dangerous stuff in any sports out there. And it, yeah. they should be they should be paid for it. But once again, like I said, there's no incentive anymore to go out there and rock the house. The, the, it's different than it was back in, in, in the, the, the 90s and, and the 80s. You know, and I'm talking about you know the mid-90s is when, I mean, w, I mean d- despite what, what Hall and Nash, you know, has you thinking, Mark Merrill was the first person to get a guaranteed deal. Oh, in, in the wrestling definitely. business, it, yep. it was in the WWF. Yep. Paul and Nash then took it to WCW, and they were able to get guaranteed deals and get favorite nations and all that shit. You know, you can, we can do a whole story on favorite nations, right? You know, a whole that's podcast just, on favorite nations. Wow, yeah. <laughs> right? But, but looking here with Punk, Punk set away. He still got paid. Punk wanted to come back, and and they had a whole show built, and that's what people don't understand. You can put as many people as you want to on collision now. The Young Bucks immediately are on collision after Punk gets fired. Like don't, immediately. People don't see uh don't people don't see what's going on here. Like do people have blinders on? Are 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 your 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 hate for punk just blinding you to like the fact it, of what's it, going it, on here? It's like the questions I have, like none of them got answered. None of them. And the more I see, the more I'm like. I can't help but think somebody's trying to sabotage this shit, bro. Like, I can't help but think it. I don't think I don't think it's sabotage that's going on here. I just think that it's certain people that I don't want to have play in my in, on my playground. Is what it is. That's that's what it comes down to. Yeah, I agree. I I agree, I, I agree with that. You don't see Vince McMahon having EVPs that were talent. You had road agents. That, that that's, were that's part of the producers, problem. yeah. And you you got they're, they're, like I said, man. You, it's a different it's a different business now. It is, yeah, because there there is no more wrestlers court that we hear about. Right, there is no more. There's no enforcer over there. There is nobody to keep the. I mean, Christopher Daniels, great talent, but Christopher Daniels is supposed to be head of talent relations. And every time something comes up, when a talent comes up, you know, their contract is up, whatever, there's no communication from AEW to, to the talent. You never heard this with Jim Ross. Right. You, you sure as hell didn't hear it with John Laurinaitis with all his faults. What What is going on here, man? Like, this, this is supposed to be, you're supposed to be the number two organization here in this country. Okay? You're on, on TNT and TBS. Weekly. That's the thing, though. Like, we shouldn't know this shit. So why is this information being sent out for public knowledge? We should well, know this is, well, 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 here's the thing. 
the, the dirt sheets have been around as long as the business has been around. I mean, Melcher's sure. been reporting wrestling since the late 70s. Sure. So it's always been there. But when you comes down to, I'm getting into a fight, and I'm making my entrance, and I'm, I'm doing this shit, and it's already out there that something John happened. John Ross Sapp, like, as soon as right. he's walking out. Well, yeah, he, yeah, he's got, yeah, he's got, you know, stooges over there that, that are, are telling him shit. And that's, that's, I told you, man, the biggest detriment besides guaranteed contract in the wrestling business was social media. Period. True. This because true, now I can take, I can, I can get into some shit with somebody and I can go and put it on social media and, and talk shit or whatever. And, and that's the problem. That's a big problem. Yeah. It's terrible. Unless, unless I'm using my social media to, to forward an angle, I don't need to be telling people the inner workings are behind the scenes of this business. I agree with well, this. We, well, we know who, what Jeff. We know who's doing it. We know who's doing it. Yeah, that's that's the thing. And it's like it's like we know we know what it is, bro. Like, just go ahead and tell us who's who's doing it. You know right. what I'm saying? Just just go ahead and tell us. And do you hear like, these stories going? Do you, do you hear any of this drama right now going on over at WWE? That company has turned around from 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 what it was. Okay. That they have turned around. They are on another stratosphere right now, which is oh, crazy. Yeah. To me. Oh yeah. Okay. Listen, crazy. listen. In the next probably, I would say give it give it two, three weeks. NXT is gonna be at a point of no return as far as their growth. They are growing. They are they are gradually growing and they are getting more eyes. And that's going to be a problem for everybody else. Because they are releasing quality content right now. That's the initiative, especially now with with the Endeavor merger about to close this month. Um, yeah, they're they're doing their thing, and that's the point. Just releasing problems. It's not as easy as it sounds, bro. No, it's not because you got you got a mountain of paperwork, and they just resigned. Yeah, exactly. And 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 just and I want to put it out here right now on no gimmicks, okay. <laughs> legally saying I don't know if they're the ones leaking the information here right I don't know if if it's the ones that resigned or whoever I just think it's kind of funny okay that's that's what I just I, I kind of think it's funny so I want to basically um you know yeah, attract let's, ourselves let's not, from that yeah, yeah let's not we don't we don't know let's yeah you don't point fingers, fingers sir I retract I my know. statement yeah exactly <laughs> I don't know who's I don't know who's doing it but all I know is that it's just kind of it's it's just funny to me that all this stuff is going down, and all of a sudden now the cancer is gone from the locker room. He's he's gone. Now here's a question that I have: Does CM Punk have a no compete comp, uh, clause in his contract? Well, they asked Tony Khan that at um, the All Out Media Scrum, and he didn't give a direct answer. I don't my think guess, he does. My guess. Here's my guess. And this yeah. is only because they use the phrase with cause, right? If they fired him with cause, then his contract is null and void. This That's would right. also this would also clear him of any non-compete duties. If, in fact, he was fired with cause. If he decides to take it to court, and which if he does decide to take it to court, then 
it would not only be a very smart move, but then it would put everything back on the table. He would be able to get his contract money. I, I'm guessing that would come with a no no compete clause at that point because if you're fired without cause, you're due severance, um, and everything else is still in play. But the fact that they did it with cause, it also makes it harder for them to prove that it was without cause. It, it does the situation, but and which is why my guess is Tony Khan used the the wording that he used because. One of the reasons that you can get fired for, uh, with cause is if that person created an unsafe safe work environment and he threatened the safety of, the, of others. That is the only part in this with cause that it kind of, this whole situation kind of falls under. That is the only part. But again, they do have to prove that. And if I'm CM Punk, I'm taking this to court. And if I'm CM Punk, I'm going to say, how the hell did I create an unsafe working environment when we are in a fucking wrestling company? <laughs> but here, here's the thing, though. Did he here's... pull out? Did, did he have a firearm? Did he have a knife? Did he have anything that can actually hurt someone other than I just lunge at someone and says, I hate this place. And, and that's, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing. So the incident occurred right after a guy said, I'm going to use real glass. The environment CM Punk can say is already unsafe. That environment's already been, it's already been unsafe. He can use that as a legitimate. He's being provoked is what is what it comes down to on the camera. There's already a hostile work environment because this guy has already said, I'm using shit. real glass. I'm using, I'm using, yep. yeah, exactly. Cry me a river. Yep. This is already something that's been reported on the dirt sheets weeks before this. So, yeah. And what it comes down to is that the speech that in the statement that Tony Khan released that his lawyers put together is trying to set that defense up. But once again, Tony Khan, when he's saying this shit, I, I can tell Tony Khan doesn't believe what he's saying. I know he didn't want to do it. I know he, he didn't, didn't want to do it. it. He was nope. pressured into doing it. I know There's no doubt in my mind it. he was pressured into doing it. And he's going to regret this decision. Well, it's already... the. So let's get into the ripple effects because there's going to be a lot of effects on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's going to be... There's going oh, to wait, be wait. Some... Bring up this comment here that Jeff put. He says, uh, let's see, I'm sure... No, nah, I'm not signing shit. I, I don't have it. to. No, I don't I have to. And we, and we see with Vince McMahon that uh, NDAs don't really mean a damn thing. Yeah, that's true. I would not. If you fire me with 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 cause, I'm yeah. not signing anything. I'm because not signing I have anything. no. I don't. I don't have. I don't have. I don't have an obligation. Exactly. You just cut ties with me from your entire right. company, so yep. I don't have to do business with you at all. Yep. And I would that's, sign it. That's a done deal. Yeah. So that's why. That's why I can't wait for CM Punk to come out and, and say what it is. And let's, let's keep going with this. I, I have, I have a prediction of what I think is going to happen with Punk moving forward. So effect number one, immediate in the immediate aftermath collision, because it was his show, right? 
that that show is going to be directly affected by this by this thing. Because now whatever plans they had are out of the window. And now you have to you have to shuffle, find someone that can be the face of that. I seen they put out a new graphic and Jay White is in the middle of it instead of CM Punk. I think that's a that's a smart move, but is it the best move? No, it's not. You can't replace a draw like CM Punk. You can't. Nope. nope. I, I I read that the show is not going to be built around Brian Danielson moving forward. And I, I have no problem with that, but I was really intrigued by the angle that they were pulling with CM Punk saying he's the real world's champion. Yeah. Uh, that that was that was money because you knew eventually it was gonna end up with him versus MGF or him versus Adam or Adam Cole. One of the other. So you just cost yourself a ton of money. And at this point, and and let's just be honest, let's call let's call it like it is. So that's what we do here. We keep it one thousand on this show. It's not like Rampage was doing or not Rampage, it's not like Collision was doing banger numbers. Okay. It wasn't, but it was growing. It was cons- it was it was growing on. It was it was doing the most important thing. It was yeah. keeping its audience weekly. It yes. It was not dropping off like dynamite. So now my opinion is collision is going to be dynamite 2.0, aka it's going to probably end up going the way of thunder for 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 AEW. I I agree with that. Also, I don't like that because the the feel of Collision was just a different show. And yeah. that roster had a plan and they stuck to it and they ex- executed. And Collision was a better because of it. In my opinion, well, it was a better show. Well, and, and here's the thing too that I, that I take into this too. So we, we're forgetting here also, even if Punk had not been fired, there may have been changes coming with Collision anyways that was an edict from Warner Brothers Discovery that yeah. the, the soft brand split was probably going to come to an end anyways where they were going to have people you know coming in from Dynamite to be on this show. And right. a lot of that had to be, to me, it, it had to do with the ratings numbers. The rating number isn't as strong as Dynamite, but you have to remember, this is Saturday Night TV, Okay. Put it into perspective here. But like I said before, this is one thing, and I and I follow the numbers with WrestleNomics. People, if you're not if you're not looking at WrestleNomics, you, you're missing out on the, on his numbers. Brandon Thurston, he is on breaks this job. shit breaks this shit down. Okay, yeah, he is. He breaks it down. He gives you every all the information, even though if you want to look at the numbers here. Okay, Collision keeps its audience. It keeps its audience. Dynamite does not. Dynamite drops. Big time, especially in that in that second quarter, that second hour. So they creatively, it was supposed to be different over here than what you're doing over here. Now you're gonna integrate all this shit together. And I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that's that at un- all. And that's that's unfortunate. That that's what's gonna yeah. happen. But that was necessarily that was an edict from the network that they want to see more stars. And if and here's the thing. If if I'm a fan of AEW, I look at that as a as a win for for me as a fan. Because if I go to the show, if I buy a ticket to Collision, 
Oh, wow. I didn't get to see the Young Bucks. Maybe I'll see them on this show. Oh, I didn't get to see Chris Jericho. Maybe I'll see Chris Jericho on this show. I guess you, you get a more variety of talent. That's one of the biggest that. problems. That gives the biggest problems back in the day with the brand split. When I was watching when it first started on, on WWE, I was like, damn, dude. Like, this Raw roster is weak as shit. But look at the SmackDown roster. You got Hollywood Hogan over here. You got The Rock. You got mm-hmm. Jericho, Angle, all these different cats. You know what I'm saying? So that's where you get. It's a more variety of talent. It's a better fan experience. Is what it is for me. For me, as 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 my fan experience, I liked that there were guys that I didn't see on Dynamite that I got to see on Collision. I like. Oh that. Yeah. yeah. I like that they had something for them planned out on Collision. That I if I didn't like what I saw Wednesday, and I I got to the point where I was not liking what I saw on Wednesday. I was right. I was liking more of what I saw on Saturday. Which right. I, if I didn't catch it because I was at an indie show, if I didn't catch it on Saturday, it was on DVR and I watched it on Sunday. Right. And I liked that because one of the biggest things that came out of it was the emergence of Ricky Starks. Lo and behold, yes. he had a fucking banger of a match at All Out. I liked that. Also, we had Powerhouse Hobbs versus Miro. Right. Another banger of a match that they built. They built stories and Wednesday just felt like a faster show to me. I didn't like it. Saturday was more of a paced out show, and they let things take their time and work themselves out. I yeah, love that show. Yeah, I look at when I when I saw Collision, the first episode of Collision, because I I did watch that one. I still don't I don't like the Elton John music, but anyways, <laughs> um, the the um, the thing I noticed about it was it it reminded me of Nitro. Mm-hmm. And, and not the bad parts of Nitro. It reminded right. me of, of, of Nitro. If Nitro was a stable show, that they knew what the hell they were doing ahead of time and, and put yep. it on there. That's one thing I got from it. I, I don't Dynamite. I got tired of Dynamite a long time ago. But this show gave you, uh, the, like you said, the story of Ricky Sarks, the the reintroduction of Powerhouse Hobbs and the, and the Book of Hobbs. Christian Cage is doing the best work of his career. Oh yes, you know what I'm saying. That's what it was. And then. Um, you know, we, we're leaving out the fact here also that that Jack Perry is indefinitely suspended for his actions at All In. Do you think that's enough? I think both of them should have been suspended, to be honest. I, if you want to suspend one, you should suspend the other. But I think if this Punk had got suspended, Punk would have quit anyway. He, he just would have yeah. been done. Because this yeah. is the second time that this has happened. It's the second time where these young guys... Have tested the veteran is what's come yeah. down. Tested the veteran. And Samoa Joe, I understand backstage, <laughs> Samoa Joe was very upset about this and was trying to break break this situation up. Like, look at, look at this unprofessional bullshit happening back here. And, and they said Joe had to break it up. And Joe had to go and, you know, try to, you know, calm Punk down. They have a history there. Yep. And then went out and had a fucking kick-ass match. You know what's funny? <laughs> You, you know, you know what's funny about this is that you're not hearing a lot of AEW talent coming out because you would think that, it, that this guy was a problem. You're not hearing a lot of AEW talent coming out bashing CM Punk. They're not no saying anything. half the coll- well, yeah, I won't say half. Most of the Collision roster was his idea, right? You had Andrade just praising Punk and say, "Hey, I'll hopefully see you again, but in the ring, so we can do we can do that match." So apparently, yeah. they may have been talking about doing a match. Yeah. You have you have Mark Henry saying the same thing. 
Bobby Ray, same thing. Yeah. Paul White, same thing. A, a lot of people, a lot of people benefited from him being there. Right. A lot. They, they, real, they realized what they realized what it was, man. A lot, like I said before, a lot of people that, you know, listen, CM Punk has been very outspoken. That's just his nature. That's just the way he is. If you look back at CM Punk and TNA, look at CM Punk and Ring of Honor, look at CM Punk and WWE, he's always been just the outspoken type of guy. And that's just, that's his forte. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, listen, you guys remember years ago when Matt and Jeff Hardy were having their issues, Mm -hmm. they did that video in the diner where they pretty much knocked CM Punk, they're all in the same company. You ever any issues with Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, or CM Punk, or them having words or having issues or anything like that? Right. Hasn't gone down. Right. So, if he's such a locker room cancer and such a problem, why is it that why is nobody else saying anything about this? But it's just a certain amount of a certain few people that have an issue. Weird shit, man. Yeah, but predicting the future. I predict we will see CM Punk back in the WWE. Where's the Royal Rumble? Not let's, sure where the Rumble's at. Let's figure this out. <laughs> I, I'm sure we will see CM Punk in WWE. I, they, Punk right now is the hottest wrestler in the world right now. They will see, and all the people that are, are talking shit about CM Punk right now will be cheering their asses off. If he shows up in WWE, oh, because he no, will, no because doubt. he will do, he will do what you never thought would happen, and that's show back up in WWE. And no I think doubt. Punk will get that match that he wanted at WrestleMania. I honestly think he would. Now there's two nights of WrestleMania. He'll get what he, he'll get what he wants. There's yeah. a lot more upswing for Punk to be at WWE than it is at AW. And my God, could you imagine? Could you imagine this? And I'm, I'm just my creative mind is going. The first person, if CM Punk re-debuts at WWE, the Cody first Rhodes. person that he goes after, Cody fucking Rhodes. <laughs> yep. And they I've can already, build I've off. Already, already built that in my head. Like, build off of happen. that shit. Build off of that AEW shit, but not mention AEW. Oh, man. That, that would be. There's a lot more upswing here. I, I'm Personally, I'm glad Punk is gone from AEW, to be honest. No more drama. No more bullshit. Don't have to deal with these people. He still obviously loves the wrestling business. He just was not in love anymore with AEW like he was before. Yeah. I honestly think he thought it was going to be different over here. And it's just it issues. And you might as well go back to the dome, you know. Exactly. Might as well. Exactly. So, yeah. There was, I, even, I there, there, there was even a story out a couple days ago about supposedly him having a run-in with William Regal backstage. And I'm like, really? And it's like, but this is the thing, though. Like, and the the dirt sheets kill me, man. It they they absolutely kill me because you report you report the bad shit, right? You, the shit that happens, you report that immediately, right? What about this happened? This happened like months ago. Why are you reporting this right now? Because that's the point. You try to just, pile that, shit. exactly pile. That's right, and I don't, I don't believe that for a second. I don't like that, bro. I, I am not a fan yeah. of that shit. I am, yeah. I am not. Why don't a fan you talk about? Why don't you talk about the story that Dax Harwood told when he was on his podcast 
that got shut down because people didn't like what he had to say. Why don't you talk about how when CM Punk got there and and was well, they were telling him that in the future we're probably going to end up working together, and that's when they had that stable there. I forgot what they were called, uh, but they were kind of like a horseman kind of stable with MJF, the Pinnacle. Yeah, and um, he gave them all. He heard that they like to drink coffee or whatever, and he gave them all like Starbucks gift cards. You know, they went five hundred dollars mm-hmm. a piece. Gave it to all. Gave it to all the guys trying to fit in. You don't hear anybody, any of these guys coming out saying anything negative about them. Where, where, where is the Wardlow's coming out saying something negative about Punk? Where is the the MJF's coming out saying something negative about CM Punk? We're all these different guys coming out saying negative stuff. That's an interesting name because MJF has been quiet. He hasn't said anything. Nobody has. No. No one said. No one said anything. That could be an edict from AEW. Not to mention this situation on social media, it, that that could very well be put in place. Yeah, true. But you didn't hear anybody, even when Punk wasn't there, when Punk was suspended the first time, you didn't think he was coming back. You didn't hear a lot of wrestlers coming out knocking CM Punk. It's just no, a certain few people. People, people that, came out and had positive shit to say about it. Exactly. Namely, Jay Cargill. Jay Cargill yeah, was yes. like one of the biggest voices when he got suspended the first time. Absolutely. Yeah. Like he works with the women. He does a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. And absolutely. You don't. You don't hear that. You don't hear that circulating through the dirt sheets. And it's a shame because when something like this happens, it's like, and and this is just me, this is just me paying attention. It's like, damn, bro, y'all keep piling shit on to this man, but nothing good. Like why why is know? it why why isn't John Moxley coming out saying something negative about punk? Why isn't Claudio coming out saying something negative about CM Punk? Why isn't Renee coming out saying something negative about punk? So Soraya. All these different Ruby Soho, all these different people. Why? Why are they not saying anything negative about CM Punk? If CM Punk was this fucking guy, this egomaniac, and this cancer to the AEW locker room, why aren't these people saying anything about it? You would they, they would have had no problem ripping him because this would be the thing to do. Yeah, which is be rip CM Punk. It's not happening. So, like I said before, this is just this is a bad situation that Tony Khan should have took care of a long time ago, and it never should have got to this point. It. Honestly, he needs to clean house. Seriously, because there there's a certain there's a certain atmosphere there that is is hanging a dark cloud over that company, and you need to clean it, man. Like you need to bring somebody in that doesn't give a shit about anybody. They just want good business. That's who you need to bring in. I don't care what that person looks like. Bring them in because they need to keep your locker room in check. They do. And you cannot tolerate. And which is, which is funny to me because they have someone there that's like that. Jim Ross is there. And yeah, but I don't think Jim Ross wants to handle that. I know he I know he shit. doesn't want to. I know he doesn't want to handle it. It's funny. It's funny. You must be in my mind because I was going to say, so I heard that Jim Ross actually, his commentary the other night was actually pretty good working with Nigel. Because yeah. Nigel, Nigel was actually bringing up stuff, I guess, from you know, from yesteryear, and was adapting to Jim Ross' style. And Jim Ross was actually feeling motivated and enjoying the product for once, and was enjoying calling the matches. Yeah, there him and go. Nigel was a great team, bro. Like him, yeah. Nigel, um, and I think Ian Riccoboni is another guy that I enjoy listening to their commentary. So right. if you give me them and maybe even a Shivani, I can do with I can do with that task too. 
pretty much no, everybody but Excalibur. I can't do it. It's nothing personal. It's just I don't I don't enjoy his commentary that much. It's 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 a no, but it, 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 and I don't I don't like Excalibur. I'm not gonna repeat why I don't like Excalibur. Okay, I just, I don't care for him. <laughs> Some shit happened a while back that he 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 did, whether it was an angle or not. You shouldn't have done it. That's why. That's one another reason why I'm not really a Kevin Owens fan either, because yeah. he was part of that shit too. Yeah, that's what it is. I there ain't no reason to repeat it. I'm just I'm not a fan. But you can give me Jim Ross, you can give me Nigel McGuinness, you can give me Ian Rick and Bonnie, you can give me Kevin Kelly, you can give me Tony Schiavone and Taz yeah. all day long. Yeah. And just what's, the, what's, the, what's the what's the what's the other the, the black guy's name the other the commentator Ring of Honor what's his name Ah uh, shit Patrice Coleman there he's good too yeah I like him too I really yeah. like him yeah yeah but yeah Jr he that was the first time I heard him sound really excited in a long yeah. time yeah yeah that was he was he was on his shit and he was making jokes. Yeah. And that's and the thing about it too is like, dude, give you know people like, oh, Jim Ross is past his, past his prime, whatever. Yeah, Jim Ross maybe past his prime, but Jim Ross has a lot of contributions he can still give to the business, just like Jake the Saint Roberts. Yes, yep. man, I you know I follow Jake Roberts on Instagram, and it's just crazy just the, the turnaround. And he's back with Cheryl now, and you know, and, and all that, and just positivity. And Jake has a podcast as well. Dude, too, I'm so I'm so happy for Jake, man. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so happy for him. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I've been, there's a lot of different podcasts out there, bro. Like uh, Jake has a podcast. Um, I listen to it. Uh, Ted DiBiase has a podcast. Well, everybody has a pod, and it's mm. it is pretty good too. And uh, of course, Jeff Jarrett has his My World. I, I love Jeff's yeah. podcast. Eric has 83 weeks. Kevin yeah. Nash. Kevin Nash predicted CM Punk would be fired from AEW. He did before it happened. He said, "There's a you have to let him go at this point." That's what he said. Mm. Yeah. Dutch Mantel, Dutch Mantel said he would have fired both of them. Is what he said. And I, I can't say I disagree with him. Yeah. I, honestly, I, I can't say I disagree because if it's that big and it's he created a safe work environment, but goddamn it, the other guy is just as guilty. <laughs> Getting get off the get off the CM Punk situation for a second, and, and I want to talk about the little I did see because I didn't watch All In, but I watched the uh, Zero Hour. Mm-hmm. People underappreciate just how great Jeff Jarrett is as a heel, uh, and yes. and and just how how great Karen Jarrett looks, man! Like Jesus Christ, Whew. yeah, she's a yeah. looker, dude. She was looking back in, in TNA days. Uh yeah, she was. Yeah, absolutely. So people just people really underestimate just how great Jarrett is that drawing heat. He's a master at it, bro. Do you do y'all not understand that Jeff Jarrett like got eyes on Ric Flair's last match? Dude, like, he did. That he was dude. That, shit. that was great. That was great. Him and Jay Lethal <laughs> and all that, and and Jay yes. had Jay had a big part of that too. That that was just that was excellent stuff. That that was great stuff, man. So I just you know, like I said, Jeff Jarrett is just underappreciated. Like people don't get it. Like. That that shit was great when he came out there. You know what I mean? Yes. And I and yes. I love it. I just I wish they would call themselves TNA. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> but yeah, man, all in for for what it was, all in was probably and I'll give AEW this with their backs against the wall, 
they produced two bangers of pay-per-views back-to-back in consecutive weeks. And that is after all this shit that we talked about. This right. is all in for, for what it was, tremendous success. It If this controversy wasn't tied to it, you're looking at a brand new WrestleMania in my in my eyes. If the controversy is not there, this is a WrestleMania event for them, for AEW. Well, I just like the way, honestly, for what I saw, I like the way it looked visually. It was very, it looked, it looked, it looked, it looked dude, really that good. crowd, that crowd, oh my God. Like, how could you not put on a great pay-per-view? That crowd yeah. was amazing. Yeah, and, and let's and let's get it to the point right now. I don't dislike AEW. I don't, you know, I don't hate AEW. I don't have a problem with Tony Khan or the locker room or anything like that. I just don't like the way certain situations are handled over there. Yeah, because it, because it, because there's conflicts of interest involved here, especially when you have people with certain titles, and then you have you can't you cannot be. An executive and be one of the boys. Yeah, you can't do that. True. That's why. That's why it didn't. It didn't work when Dusty was doing it back in the day. Dusty couldn't be one. Of the, one Cody be hated the, it. Cre, cre, the creative, and and then be one of the boys. Yeah, Cody. Cody hated it. You could yeah. tell he hated it. Yeah, because he could. Well, Cody came out and said recently the only thing he misses about AEW is that office. He had an office. Yeah. He says in that office, they would turn up after the shows. He said he misses that. <laughs> That's the only thing he misses about AEW is the fact he had an office. Yep. So do I, and, and do I, I mean, and, and you know, something that's funny because we're, we're, something else happened recently that not a lot of people picked up on is that I guess um, I, I'm, I'm assuming his contract wasn't renewed or, or whatever, but uh, they released Sonny Kiss. Oh, yeah. I was thinking this the whole show. Like, a lot of things get swept under the rug, and they the didn't do anything with Sunny Kiss. Sunny Kiss. I, well, I actually, actually, uh, Tony addressed that at the All Out Media Scrum. He he did okay. address the fact that he and his reasoning was he's like, look, we have a lot of people on the roster. A lot of these guys, you know, I want to. He's at a point where he's starting to say, like, I want to keep them around. Unfortunately. I can't find somewhere that they fit here. So I let his contract expire. So that's, that was his reason. Like, okay. I, so I don't, I, I, I get that. I, I understand I agree, that. I, yeah, I understood. I, I understand that. But here's the problem with that logic. You can't say that when you have lots of people on your roster and you don't know where they fit and they've just been hanging around. I'm, I'm thinking Tony's gonna, gonna start letting contracts expire. This is what I well you have to as a business person you got to if you're if like it it, it's it's dude it's simple economics you have to 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 do this because it it, you got multi million dollar deals going on here with people okay you got all these guys on the bottom you don't have these other shows anymore uh, what was Dark Evolution and Dark yeah I don't need these sounds. And that's, you know, that's what he's got to fit, fit them in. You can fit them in. I mean, but, but in reality, and I'm not, I'm not a Tony kiss, you know, Sonny kiss fan. I'm just pointing out the obvious. Yeah. Sonny that's kiss what he said. Was, though. Sonny kiss was never on dynamite. It, he was, never did anything. Right. The gimmick it's is to just, be, to be fair, the gimmick is just fair. too out there. It's, it's too out there for a, a national mainstream 
wrestling company. It just right. wasn't going to work. Right. To be fair, to be fair. But Tony did address that. He was like, we don't have he Sonny was prevalent on dark and dark elevation. He's like, we don't have those platforms anymore. So it's it's harder to find him a spot that fits on one of our other shows. And it's I hard think, to find him a, a it's wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Well, real quick. It's yeah. hard to find him a spot on Rampage. Yeah, that's what he said. That's just I'm a, paraphrasing. That's just a, that's I'm paraphrasing. Just, but listen, that's just was, a PR that. spin. That's just a PR spin to just say, listen, we don't I think the guys ain't. Yeah, we ain't. We, don't, we <laughs> create, creative has something for you, dude. Yeah, that's this. That's basically that's what that's it what it is. That's just what it basically is, what it was. Without that's saying creatively, yeah. I don't have anything for him. But yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's basically what it was. So, and Sonny kissed in an interview. A while back too, where he was talking about he wanted to do more. He wished he could do more in AEW and all that. And this was like a few months ago. So, uh, yeah, I just it, didn't see it working. There's gonna be, there's gonna be a lot of people in that boat, bro. There's yeah. gonna be a lot of people in that boat. Yes, especially, sir. Especially especially since they don't have those two platforms, and it's gonna be harder because, listen. The best AEW product, and I'm going to say this until I can't say it no more, because we saw a match between Samoa Joe and Shane Taylor on All Out. That was a banger. The best AEW product right now isn't even on television. It's on the Honor Club, and that's Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor is AEW's best product. And if you're not on that, Good luck getting on anything else. That that's just that, and I hate saying it like that, but that's the truth. If you're not going to get on ROH, chances are you're not going to be shown on on television. But ROH is the best product. It's hard to get on ROH because they're creating more stars on ROH. You just gotta you gotta find the product and watch it. But they're creating people on because right now they have Billy Starks, who's in the program. Uh she's she was in the program with Athena, and now she's with Athena. She Athena's taken under her wing. So Billy Starks is probably gonna come out of that a, a huge star because they're probably gonna shoot her right up. Shane Taylor just proved himself against Samoa Joe. Now he's got a name for himself. Bro, they are creating people. In ROH. Cool. So yeah, it's gonna be hard for you. If you're if you're one of those on the board of people, you might want to start looking because if Sunny Sunny Kiss was like a mainstay, I didn't think they were gonna they were gonna release him ever, but he's gone. And that is the writing on the wall for everybody else, in my opinion. Well, we shall see. Yeah. All right, man. Final thoughts. What you got? Uh, the final thoughts is uh, well. First of all, you know, condolences to um, uh, for Terry Funk and, and you know Bray Wyatt when they returned. We didn't uh, we didn't talk about talk about that. We didn't do a show that week when they passed away. So yeah, condolences to them. Um, I saw yesterday the lead, the, the former lead singer Smash Mouth also passed away. So yeah, it's just it, it's a bunch of it's, it's crazy, man. And just, yeah. that's just crazy. And Bob Barker, my man Bob Barker passed away as well. 
But, you know, 99 years old, that's a hell of a run. You got to hold down the fort for the catchphrase now. I, I, I do. I do. But I but, but, but what I'm going to hold down to is this, brother. Who Who's the U.S. champion right now? Is that Ray Mysterio? Yes. He's the worst. So, brother, uh, I'm the real U.S. heavyweight <laughs> champion. All right. And I'm, I'm going to show up and challenge Mr. Mysterio. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Nah, but it's just it's just the same old thing, man. You know, um, help control the pet population. Every pet spayed or neutered. You know what I'm saying? We yeah, exactly. We we've had a lot of we've had a lot of negativity, so we're trying to be positive. And yeah. miss and, and I gotta send a, a message out, Mister Jeff here, Mister Jeff. You and I are gonna coagulate because whether you like it or not, brother, Ahsoka is a flop, and I'm gonna prove it. Oh, that's that's loaded, bro. <laughs> that's it's a loaded statement. How are you gonna get? How are you gonna get fucking stabbed with a lightsaber and you survive? It's a loaded. What, statement. what is what is going on here, man? Hey, man, organs can get missed. Bullshit. <laughs> so that's so that's where we at. Next next time on No Gimmicks, whether it's on the No Gimmicks podcast or whether it's on the uh, the what is it? The United? What is it? USDN, USDA. I always get USDA. Um, whether whether it's this show or or their show, okay, we're all that filming podcast network. <laughs> we're gonna get down and dirty with this one because I got a lot of shit to say, brother. <laughs> all right, you get what he I'm said, saying. He said, "Clear your schedule." <laughs> we, we 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 should. I, I will see, sir, if I if I can make it work. I'll right. see if I can make it work. But it, bottom line is, is that I got the numbers to prove it, and I'm good with the numbers, and we'll go from there. Because, 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 because here's the thing: if 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 Obi Wan can stand there in front of Darth Vader, Darth Vader takes his saber, and and that's just the end of Obi Wan. How the fuck is this bitch surviving? How is Reva surviving? Come on now, that's Disney Star Wars. But we 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 gonna talk about it because uh, it's gonna be on and on. It's gonna be on. We gonna we gonna get funky like a monkey in public. All right, all right. And that's all I got. I, I look that's forward all I got. to that one. Yeah, that's I all I got, man. And don't and don't forget, you know, support the brand, the No Gimmicks <clears throat> podcast, right here, the DFPN. Support our brand, Patreon, three dollars gets you in exclusive shows across the board. People need to get up here and understand. All right. We're taking over. All right. Yes. We're taking over the world, man. Okay. Yes, man. That's what it is. Because you're not you're not gonna get the quality that you get here at, at No Gimmicks, right? And this that, is a and great discussion. That you're no not gonna get had. you're not gonna get what you get out here. You're gonna get a bunch of kiss asses out there. You're gonna get a bunch of suck asses that have an agenda. We don't have an agenda. I just shoot the shit and I just tell it the way it is. Just like Black tells it the way it is. Just like all our podcast platforms, we tell it like it is. We're real people. We're all creative, and we all have an opinion. All right. And as long as the sure. First Amendment is still in order in this country, I'm gonna say what the fuck I want. <laughs> well, you go right on the head there, sir. That's right. <laughs> um, we have a lot coming down the pipeline for. Uh, our interview series. So uh, I know we're going to have Kari Jai Wright back on the show. 
uh, to update us where he is. We're going to try to bring Maya World back. Uh, Tommy Prince. Find all of these people on Instagram and follow them. Tommy Prince is coming back on the show, and I'm going to shoot for Izzy. I'm going to try to bring Izzy on the show before this event so we can uh, so we could get a little talk in. So that's what that's what we got coming down the pipeline, but that and more. Um, stay tuned, man. Thank you to everybody that's been supporting the brand, buying the merch, rocking the merch, taking pictures of it. Once again, huge shout out to Maya World um for for rocking our merch and here's a shout out to to, to bubba john yeah uh, for rocking rocking the, the no gimmicks merch that red and white just too sweet man so we we really appreciate that over there and uh we're all in this to, to make it better and yep. we got a lot of shit coming out of the pipeline Ooh. here also shout out to um the bob coach podcast they launched a new website um bcp plus Make sure you go find that. Check it out. Uh, we are DFPN is actually contributing to that website. So uh, make sure y'all go check that out too. So, yeah. I think we did it. Punk, Royal Rumble, 2024. Yep. Let's find out what this is. (laughs) That's what I think. (laughs) Find out where this is and let's go. Cause it's gonna absolutely. Be yep. <laughs> All right, man. If you got nothing else, I got nothing else. Yeah, we'll see y'all next time right here on the DFPN Documents Podcast. Deuces. And enjoy the fucking wrestling, people. Peace. <laughs>